0: Charlie Mike podcast. I'm Ty Braxton, and I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to listen in today. We're a group of Christians that discuss issues surrounding us today and how to build our faith and strengthen our walk with the Lord. We want to provide you with tools so that you can Charlie Mike. Charlie Mike is better understood as continue mission, and we want you to be able to Charlie Mike in your own mission field. Let's get started. Tonight, we have Daniel, Jason, Chris, Bob, and myself, Ty, and this is part two of the revival of masculinity. Let's go. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, last week, last week, we went over how society has attacked masculinity, uh, the education system, teachers, counselors, they're coming at our kids in the school system and attacking masculinity that way and how uh, females have masculinity traits, and there's nothing wrong with that and... It's not nothing wrong with uh, there's nothing wrong with males showing sensitive traits. And we also talked about how a lot of the uh, solutions for society and education system is to just feed our kids drugs when they can't be controlled or tamed. And that masculinity trait is just running wild like it's supposed to, especially as a child. And this week, we really want to focus on masculinity in the home because we did we covered that a little bit about um, how it can be absent. Chris, you brought that up. And some of the statistics on uh, why there's so many problems in the home today about why men leave and things like that. and uh, and And moms leave. We talked about some of the single moms and how great of a job they're doing and how great of a job some of the single dads are doing. And they're having to take on both roles. But we really need to talk about what it's supposed to look like now. Mm. So that way people can actually know what to do. If they don't know what to do already, they can listen to this and they can say, Hey, I need, I got to, res- I have a job that I need to pick up. I have a hat that I got to put on. Amen. And, but it starts with submission to God. So let's, let's put that as our foundation. Like it's supposed to be once we submit to God, then what? Mm.
1: That's good. Yeah. I had a spiritual leader in my life. Um, once say that as a dad that your job doesn't begin when you leave the driveway it begins when you come back home oh wow yeah mm. and that's something that resonated with me now it, it's just something that I think about when it comes to fatherhood like I want to be someday when I am married I want to be a father that you know doesn't neglect his children just because he's busy providing mm. Um, I think that's something that we, as men can get so focused on the idea of having to only be providers and not being able to be the ones that are able to, you know, take care of the kids, you know, emotionally too, and make sure they're all right. And that, you know, we're there for them, um, not only physically, but mentally too, and not just checked out thinking about work or thinking about
2: whatever's going on. See, I, I see that. But I see that providing thing as like multifaceted. See, a lot of people give that, um, that excuse, you know, I'm a really good provider, but I'm not very good emotionally and all of that. Like to me, being a provider is you provide not just financially, which is every man's go to, but you, you provide emotionally as well. And you provide like a perfect example of how a man leads a home. And I think that's kind of the cop-out. And so... That's good. As being a masculine male, being a masculine male not doesn't mean that you're tough as nails or you're like, you know, I'm I'm not saying you can't be that. But right. what I am saying is um, it doesn't mean that you're harsh. It doesn't mean that, you know, you scream at the top of, of your lungs and all of that mess, you know, what it means is is you are you are um, confident you are you know you are emotionally supportive mm-hmm. you are financially supportive mm-hmm. you know how whenever the whenever things get very stressful to take a moment uh, do what the Navy seals call box breathing yeah. you know in four out for in for out for and what that does is helps you relax yourself to where you're not about to tear somebody's head off you know you can actually take a moment and you can like you know calm the situation down because really that's what you are you are the head and the head is not supposed to lose itself
3: yeah that's good that's good so i have a scripture here listen uh first Timothy 5 8 but those who won't care for their relatives Especially those in their own households have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers.
0: That's key because you said the word care, and some mm-hmm. people will go to that provision, right? And they'll 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 t- get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll focus in on provision as monetary, yeah, when it's supposed to be on many different levels, right? Many different
2: fields. See, I've seen fatherhood from multi sides because. I have, um, uh, I have a father who is very, um, he's really good in, in like, um, a lot of the provisional things and, uh, but he's, he's like, you know, emotionally he he's good emotionally in some regards, especially in whenever it's dealing with me, uh, As another male, and I think it's a relating thing uh, where he can talk to me and be pretty straightforward. But whenever it comes to like the female interactions in the house, like it's almost like he kind of checks out a little bit, you
3: Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um,
2: And then I've seen the extreme of that. I have a father-in-law who is very emotionally absent. Like Mm. I'm talking to an extreme um, he allowed my mother-in-law to fully be the only emotional center in the entire house. And the only time that he was there was to hand over money. Wow. And that was it. And I, uh, you know, granted he drove a truck and, and also ran a, a, uh, a concrete business. So he was always working mm-hmm. and, um, basically his whole role was monetary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would even say conversation was more flippant with him. It wasn't really like purpose driven so much because he allowed my mother-in-law to be the only real parent other than the financial side in the entire
3: house. Wow.
2: And to me, that's not a mat, a good masculine role model at all because you're giving no, no, no strength really other than financial you know that you're going to have a roof over your head okay well what if something bad happens in my life where are you now Mm. no i get you uh you know like i'm gonna use maverick as an
0: example maverick's my oldest but he's also my most uh emotional kid Mm. out of the three boys i mean declan's kind of just in existence right now he's not even a year old so he's just kind of like put stuff in my mouth and right. Like mommy and dad, dad, that's really it. But Maverick, when he, uh, I've had to teach him emotional stuff because he, he will, sometimes he will cry about anything. Like if a fly gets in the house or mm-hmm. if he falls down and he gets hurt and I have to teach him the difference of like, Hey, you're hurt. It's okay. Like, it's okay to cry a minute, you know, but you can't stay there, buddy. Hey, try to walk on it. Okay. You can walk on it. Hey, you're good. You're good. Nothing's, nothing's damaged. Oh, okay. And then he'll go play. And then sometimes I'll, and Daniel thought this was funny. I told him this story a few months ago where they directly disobeyed Lennox and Maverick directly disobeyed me and they didn't know I was in the house. I had just got home from work, and I got on them, and I got on them hard. And Laura was just like, you broke their soul. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, no. I'm teaching them that that's it. Like, you know right from wrong. You -hmm. know not to do that, and they did it anyway, thinking I wasn't home, but I was home, and now you're going to pay for that. Yeah. I mean, I don't beat my kids or anything, but they're going to get a spanking. Right. You know? Right. And and they're little, so I get them like one good time, you know, like I'm not going to sit there and Like, especially with Loris in there. (laughs) But, like, I I pop them one good time, get their attention, let them know, hey, that's not okay, and then move on. And normally they don't do that stuff again, especially when I'm around because I enforce it. I I don't count to three. We don't do our ABCs. We don't count our toes and our fingers and spell our names. No, it's you mess up, there's punishment. Right. Period. So, like, Maverick has even gotten to the point where it's like, I am not. Like Linux, that's we're not supposed to do that. I'll hear that in another room. Like Linux, no, we're not supposed to do that. And and I'll get up and I'm like Linux. He's like I didn't do anything, and he'll like change his routine immediately. He
2: knows. But Linux is the honey badger, though. That is his nickname. (laughs) Linux is the honey badger.
0: He just jumps. He just he does whatever he wants. And but he's 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 more disciplined now that I've been able to spend more time with him. That was the key. When right. I wasn't able to spend time with him because of
3: work, he would do whatever he wanted to do. Mm. This verse goes exactly with this. Okay, Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Right. So mm. basically, I mean, it says it in the in the Bible that, you know, um, I forgot what verse it is. Uh Oh, crap. The one about don't spare the rod. Right. Yeah, spare oh, the yeah. rod, spoil yeah, the child. Exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah and
4: it says I, it again in uh, Colossians 3.21. Uh, Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Yeah. So I yeah. think, you know, this also kind of ties back to what I said last week where each parent in the household should model the behavior that they're trying to teach and develop their kids to, you know, mimic. As yes. they get older, right? Because otherwise the kids, if they don't have that foundation, they're going to look to other sources to learn that yeah. foundation. Right. So being able to show those both, both of those sides help structure your kids to where they see that, okay, yeah, there's this toughness edge that I need to have when it's necessary. But at the same time, yeah, there can be that sensitivity level that's there. Um, you know, not overdone. Right. To where it becomes inhibitors. And sometimes right. the sensitivity level can become
0: an inhibitor right exactly and you have to show them like Jason said it last week where it's okay for a man to cry depending on the situation if if you know you drop your taco on the ground Daniel might cry and I might not cry. <laughs> like dude, I'm, I'm going to cry cuz I like tacos. Like, dude, dude, if I waited 30 taco.
1: minutes and they screwed it up twice and I had to send it back and then I finally got it, <laughs> then I'd be mad. But I don't know how
0: you <laughs> know. Then I'd be mad. But like, but in church, like I, my kids have seen me cry in church like when God is like moving. Yeah. Like I get emotional and I love that. But if something bad happens, I'm not going to let it fluster me. Like at the house, I'm not going to let them see that. Hey, everybody panic. Because if they see the leader of the house doing that, Mm -hmm. what are they going to go do? Exactly. They're going to throw up their arms, run around in circles and yell, everybody panic. But like the other morning, Maverick came down here and he he loves instruments and he sees the praise Mm -hmm. team like and he thinks the microphone is an instrument, which it is. And he said, I want to play on the microphones. And I'm like, no, Maverick, you know, you're not allowed to go over there. You're not even allowed in that area. And he says, well, what are you doing down here? And I said, buddy, there's people who don't know about Jesus. And we got to tell people about Jesus. And then he says, well, when I grow up, I want to tell people about Jesus. But I want to do it on the microphones. And I was like, okay, all right, we're we're going somewhere. And I got emotional because I was like, all right, I didn't even mean for that to happen. Like, I was just... Letting him know, answering questions. Mm-hmm. But
4: you are putting Christ first, yeah. right? Right. And you're modeling what a Christian should look like. There you right. go. So naturally in the household, he's picking that up. Right. Yeah. So so that speaks volume that you're doing something right. And I think that's where we're missing out on a lot in, in our society today is yeah. that's not being modeled appropriately.
1: Yeah. I, I heard it um, from a, a leader that was in my life and that having moral authority as a leader is a huge thing, mm. especially I can't imagine, but especially as a dad, like mm. if, you, if you're doing one thing and then telling your kid to do another thing, you're already degrading their respect yes. for you. Yeah, mm. And I, I know that as far as like business, like as far as being in a company or, or watching other people work, like if, if my leadership is coming to me and they're telling me, Hey, you know, we're changing our protocol. We're no longer doing this. But then they go back and do that same thing within a week or so. I automatically am like, what's going on here? We said we are changing protocol, we're not gonna do this anymore. We're trying to get more efficient, you know, whatever it is. We need to meet quotas, whatever it is. And it if you don't have moral authority, you can't be effective as a leader. That's right. And it's right. the same thing in the body of Christ. If you don't have the moral authority, To stand on the fact that, you know what, I've been sanctified for this many years or I've been, you know, maybe it's been this many weeks, but you're fully changed and fully delivered and everything. Then there's there's an effectiveness edge that comes with that, you know, that you're willing to crucify your flesh. You're willing to pick up your cross every day. You're willing to follow Jesus no matter what. Then that's when more opportunities get given over to you because you're being obedient to the Lord and you're serving him and you're seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness yeah and then everything else is being added to you to you that's matthew six thirty three um so moral authority is something that like God's been doing a lot in my life where i I know I no longer wanna have anything in me that looks like the world yeah. And this is a place of consecration that is honestly kind of painful <laughs> because
0: yeah, dude, like, finding
1: man. Yeah, because like God, like is, is and this isn't bragging about me. This is just my personal experience. Like that, there's things that when you start getting closer to the Lord, James four 8 says, "Draw near to him, and he will draw near to you." Um, when you start drawing closer to him, then all of a sudden you start looking more like him because you start giving up things so that you can be in his presence because there's certain things that you can't walk into his presence with yeah and you might walk in one way to into his presence but you're gonna leave another way but yeah. you don't yeah. want about it you don't want about right. it. right exactly exactly And that's what we
0: got to teach the kids like when when you got to give something up it could be a very good thing that you're giving that up yeah even if it's losing a job even if it's losing a contract or even if it's just a difficult time yeah like I had to really teach Maverick and Linux that, Hey, it's not okay to whine and cry about anything and everything just because it doesn't go your way. Right. And I said, sometimes when it doesn't go your way, they, and this used to drive Laura insane when we first got together years ago, but when anything would pop up, I'm like, God's got it. And she just couldn't grasp that. Like it drove her insane. And now she's, she said it to me before, even when I slipped up, like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna handle this. and she's like, got you got it, and I'm like, What? Thank you. I needed that, But yeah. the kids pick up on that, yeah, like linux she brought Linux up for healing the other night when he was coughing and sneezing, and a couple nights later, she's like, "Hey, Linux, you need your medicine so you can go to sleep, you know, And he said, Yeah. And then she said, she was like, all right, well, here you go. He's like, wait, mommy, they prayed for me. I'm healed. And then he went to bed. Wow. He's so yeah, that's awesome. He's four years old. But that's that
2: childlike wow. faith right there, man. Yeah, that on. is awesome.
0: Yeah. So I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, that was crazy. <laughs> Dude,
2: thank you, Jesus. You both touched on something that I was going to say. And like, that is, and it's kind of bouncing off what Chris was saying. Like, and it's kind of tying that whole thing up. It's, Basically, in the home, we are supposed to be the point of strength. Right. Yeah. Because we are the head. But, but we're only as strong as we're willing to appear vulnerable. That's good. And if, if we're not vulnerable with our children and our, our spouses, like, then we are giving a false appearance of masculinity right. like we got this handled yeah. but on the inside you're tormented if they don't see you on your knees before the father like saying father i i don't have this i have no other direction jesus help me get through this if they don't see that then one you're not directing them back to the father you're not giving them the tools that they need to succeed and that's your job right
1: yeah, cuz you have to know what to do when crap hits the fan. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's the same reason why like so many people get so upset about like high school education or whatever and they're like, they didn't teach us how to do taxes, man. I'm an adult and I don't know how to do taxes. Like it's a it's a similar situation like there's certain lessons in life that you only learn by going through it. And right, when right. you're a father and you've been through some things, like you can pass that on, that, that yeah. wealth of information tell
0: a man to ask for directions
2: <laughs> oh my lord yeah
0: I mean we have that i got I'm it bad about that like, yeah I, I, I i'm very guilty of I've got Me this, too man. i've got this
3: yeah. when
0: i I probably don't and i mean most time I do but there's times where I think I do and I don't even have a clue yeah right but uh I try to instill that confidence in my wife to relieve yeah. any stress or anxiety she may have but I've had to learn that I have to stop and go take it before God, before right. anything like, yeah, uh, that God, I don't down. have this. Yeah, I uh, know you do. So please show me <laughs> yeah. which way to go. Give me that directions. download, man. I cause... need directions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. the men treat help like a weakness or a handicap. Right. And, yeah. And that's and part of our see problem. That, like you said, yeah. the kids are downloading this stuff. Yeah.
2: I mean, look at it like this. If you're trying to be the godly example in your home, and you're relying more on your own wisdom instead of the wisdom of God, then you're not being the proper example in your home. So good. But I
0: think back then it wasn't that big of a deal. Like it was like, oh, I, don't really, I don't really want to ask for directions. Now it's like it it angers men. Yeah. Like, don't tell me to ask for directions. It's right. like you're threatening the masculinity. The masculinity, and exactly. I think the problem is. But I think that's mistaken, though,
4: right? It's really Pride. And right, right, right. It that you're trying to to rip away. Masculinity. I think it's
0: twofold. I think it's pride, like you said, like the "I got it" mentality. Right, right. And then I think it's men pushing back on a society that's trying to neuter
2: them. I, I think yeah. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, that's exactly right. But you put
0: those two together, and that's that's not a good combination. But no, yeah. no, a, no you're making
2: course. for yeah. a dangerous combination, yeah. is what you're making for it, because because a a demasculated man is a dangerous man he's looking now for a victim
1: yeah
0: oh yeah that's mm-hmm. good yeah that's good the what is the path of least resistance yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's exactly right yeah and authority only comes from authority so right. if you're not willing to be vulnerable and submit yourself for help to an authority then you can't operate in a level of authority even within your home or your business Amen. your life whatever it is yeah. that's just how the kingdom of god works yeah. right so you have to check that pride at the door and squash that thing. Oh, yeah. And I think that's one of the huge things, like, um, when you become, like, a real radical believer that, like, gets killed right away because you you automatically realize, oh, crap, I can't do this thing on my own
0: anymore. Like, I need somebody helping me, and that's the yeah. Holy Spirit, you know? I know Jason's going to go somewhere with this. He's our scripture guy, man. He's, he's been on bringing fire from the word, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm out of bullets. No, man. No, oh, no. Listen, no, you're not. Listen, this, this, this will this will set the fire. When we're reading the word, every time Jesus is doing something, it's not like, oh, Jesus is doing it. it he pretty much after every time he does something, he's like, he's showing his full dependency. Oh, that's good. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, come on. Showing his full dependency upon God, right, yeah. Father. Yeah, he said, "I I don't do anything. I don't see the father doing." That's exactly right. Like we see that over and over. That he and I think in the Adullam experience, he brought that
2: up. Jason,
3: thank you for bringing that book, dude. That book was so good, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I do want to go somewhere with that. Also, Um, we in the household. Well, okay, in my household, I have two daughters, so it's it's hard for me. No, it's actually not. Um, you, if I do something and I show them, I kind of show them with the point of you're going to do it too, yeah. you know, um, like, you know, all right, at church, you know, I work at the church. So on Sundays we, I have to take the trash to the front, you know, and this is an example. And the reason I say this, is cause if my kids stay with me, you're not just staying with me. You're staying to help me. Right. Yeah. You're not going to stand there and watch yeah. me do stuff that I'm doing around there. You're going to help me. You're, Lalia 10 years old 11 years old Almost Is gonna grab a trash can and She's gonna carry it around with me You know Yeah you're, I'm gonna show you But you're gonna do it I'm not gonna do it for you Right So in the household That's the same thing For When For you know For For You know Your The Bible You know I'm not gonna be the only one In the house praying I'm not gonna be the only one Doing stuff I want you to do it too You know And you know Bob, I got you to make, you know, these little posters for me that, you know, you did an amazing job on. I was sitting one morning and I came up in my head. I was like, you know what? I want to make sure my daughters, as soon as they get out of bed, the first thing they see, the first thing they do before they leave their room is pray this little prayer. And I came up with it and I got it. I will get it framed and put it right at their door. So as soon as they walk out that door, that's the first thing they're going to do It's going to pray that. Before they even step foot out their room to start their day, is that God? Everything in the prayer basically goes on saying, "Everything is unto you, unto you. Everything yeah. I do is unto you. Everything that I rely on is you." And yeah, that's basically the prayer, right? So that they know that I'm not going through this day one is alone, even if exactly, I'm not dude. there physically. Their father's not there. Their God father is there, and right. two is. That they are able to do anything in God, anything in Christ, that they are, feel they want to do. If they want to do that, they're going to do it because they just they have the total surrender to God mm-hmm. that He can He can do it through them. And so, t- you know, teaching them that t- for them to do it theirself is a big thing on fatherhood. And like I said, I have girls, so. It's hard for me to do like uh all right like I I work on my own cars, you know, I just fixed my whole car, you know, myself like doing stuff to it. Um they can see me doing that. And they probably could too, you know, they probably could get their hands dirty with that. But if it's something around the house that they can do, they're going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to do it for them. So, in a sense, I I think leading them in that direction is a big part of being a father. Yeah.
2: I think it's also giving them an example of what a godly husband yes. That's what Chris did on look last like. week. Yeah. And and I mean you and Melissa, you you guys do a good job with those girls and uh thank you. And you you guys should be proud of that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um I think that by you doing that that is um daily ordering Of their steps. Like it's it's saying it's saying this is exactly what you need to focus on first thing. Come on. Because first things are first and God will always be first. And by them doing that, it's it's setting their day up for victory. And whenever they go out and they look for a husband, and they go out and they look at the world, it's not going to be, um, if it doesn't line up with how you have exemplified what a husband looks like. Um, I mean, I've seen you, you be an amazing man of God, like just in the past, like how many years has it been? Like seven years,
3: seven, eight Yeah. Eight actually. Eight years. Okay.
2: That I've known you, you, you have been in pursuit of God and like, and so I know that what you're showing these girls is you and Melissa both are showing these girls is what a, what a, um, first off you as the masculine role model are showing what, um, the man of the house does and puts first things first. And then Melissa as their mother I mean she's awesome man she has overcame so much and man Mm -hmm. I'm proud of her man Uh, you guys you guys are showing exactly what a family should look like. Yeah, and you we man. can say
3: this for the other. Yeah, I people. can say this for the I, I, other. I'm sorry, but I, I'm <laughs> not.
2: I'm not. All right. First off, I'm kin to Chris. Yeah. I'm not going to give him a bloated head. <laughs> and, then, and Ty eats crayons. So. <laughs> I got to All right. Well, my time's up. up. I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, but I, but I have uh, to stay I, for a few I, more minutes. <laughs> I,
1: I want to touch on something you said because it triggered something that I recently learned. Um, I've been trying to like study and just I I just want to know more theology. Want to know more about the Bible, more about basic concepts, stuff like that. That even things that I've learned like for years, like uh, there's so many times where like God can break something down to you, then it becomes revelation. Even if it's something that you've heard before, mm-hmm. but yeah. when He breaks it down to you, it just it just hits different. There's A just something different about level. It. So, um, you were talking about like when you, Jason are telling them that honoring God is the first thing they need to do as soon as they step out of the bed and putting that that first thing first. Um, There's this law when when it comes to theology called the law of first mention Mm -hmm. and the law of first mention basically is um, the print. It's a guideline that some people use for studying scripture. Uh, The Law of First Mention says that to understand a particular word or doctrine, we must find the first place in Scripture that word or doctrine is revealed and study that passage. The reasoning is that the Bible's first mention of a concept is the simplest and clearest presentation. Doctrines are then more fully developed on that foundation. So to fully understand an important and complex theological concept, Bible students are advised to start with its first mention. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I feel like it's so important and it's such an honor really that like you as a dad, you get to teach your children this principle that by living a lifestyle of honoring God first, like you're basically teaching them like, listen, if you get this right, (laughs) everything else is going to be set and you'll be able to have a better concept, a better understanding of not only who God is, but you'll actually be able to understand what's happening in the world around you. You'll be able to see through the lens, you know, that God created you to see through. And honestly, I think this is something that's huge in our lives right now as believers. We have to get back to the basics. I mean, with all the swirl of news media, with all the things that are going on around us in the world and society and what they're trying to promote as masculine and what they're trying to tear down as masculine, um, as toxic masculinity rather not true masculinity right um you know it's important that we go back to the basics and we go back and say you know what God created them male and female right he created them in his image yeah. right you know it's important that we go all the way back to that first step so that we can have that law of first mention applicable in our lives because when you hear it there, there's something about when you hear something for the first time a revelation or when somebody tells you something, you remember that person. You remember that moment. You yeah. remember, you know, first impressions are a big deal. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, it's they huge. are. And so, yeah, like, real. being a dad, like, that's so. This is this is just stuff that's hitting me right now. Like, you get to like give a first impression of who God is, like right. yeah. And represent that. That's good, yeah, that's, man. That's good. so yeah. cool. That's yeah. And I
4: think I think as a parent, you have to be very intentional about what that first impression looks like, right? Yeah. Yes. So it, it extends beyond just um, what you're showing the child. That you should display with, say, a wife or a husband, right? It even goes to the point of what you're watching on TV and the child walks up and they see the expression on your face or how you're reacting to what's on TV. If you're watching some total trash on TV and you're laughing at it. Mm, Come on. Yeah. And you're you're like exalting it like it's okay. That first impression that your kid gets now is, oh, well, that's the behavior that's okay. That's the thing that's okay. Yeah. So now they start turning towards that as a source to absorb. This is how I should be. Yeah. And I think, I think as parents, we have to be aware of that. And we have to exactly what you just, we have to be so intentional about what that first, first impression looks like. That does not mean that we walk a life of being perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to falter, but our kids should always know that we are 100% authentic. They should know that the way that we act is real. And, and we model that behavior in every step of every day. It's, it's, it's a key. It's an essential.
0: That's so good. And that I, I know we talked a little bit last week about like men have that adventurous spirit and they want to they have a battle they want to take and, right and that that's true but it doesn't have to be one battle like we talked about how the uh, provision isn't just one element right? right right like the battle can be like this is a battle for for us this is a battle that we've decided to step into but we also have battles in our homes that we need to step into right and like you taking we have to have that pioneer spirit mm-hmm. take that frontier because I'm sure you haven't been doing that since day one, Jason. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you keep going further yeah, and further. Right. It's like continuing in the frontier with the pioneer spirit and engaging in any battle that comes in to your path on the frontier. And um, we just need to understand what battle to fight because sometimes it will it will um, look like we need to engage something that will take us away from what we need to be giving attention to. Mm. And as long as we're submitted to God, we'll have that um, discernment. Yes, exactly. And we need to understand that that adventure, that frontier, that battle isn't something we embark in alone. Like for this, we have each other. We have the guys, you know, around around the table. And we have the support of our families. And when we're at home, when we're around our families, they need to know that the family is together. Like, hey, not, hey, dad's going off and doing his own thing. And mom's going out and doing her own thing. And Mm, then the kid's kind of having to fend. No, it's, hey, dad puts a prayer on the wall for me. Yeah. So start my day. And PV said something this week. She was talking about mounting up. Mm Mm-hmm. She's been hitting on all cylinders, man, with the, with like she's talking about she's she's using military terminology that I don't even think she realizes she's using. <laughs> no, yeah. Like like she keeps saying, oh, a company, like you know, as like a Bright. like as a uh, a group of people. Yeah. And well, I'm, she
1: doesn't say it like, oh, a company. She's like, no, a company.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a yeah. pioneer. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, she's saying like a company a of lot pioneers. Of fire behind it. Oh <laughs> pal- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And not like uh a company, like a business. She said that the other week. Like, I'm not talking about like a business. Right, right. Like A company is a unit.
2: Yeah, that's a yeah. military term. Yeah,
0: like it's broken down into platoons. It's broken down into yep. squads, which is broken down into fire teams. Yeah. Wow. And uh, then she said, mount up this week. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, mount up. Do you even understand what you're saying right now? <laughs> and I went up to uh, Apostle Carey and I, I told him, I said, you know, one thing about mounting up is you don't mount up until you gear up right wow yeah. and i was just thinking about <laughs> come on i was just thinking about for mounting up into the world jason's gearing up his daughters before they walk there out you the go yeah. there you go yeah like, i was just like all right time to put on the armor then we mount up right, right. we don't right. mount up and then go out on the field without gearing up you don't right Right. Yeah. And that's something huge that maybe has been hitting, like in prayer yeah. meeting and yeah. stuff. She's like,
1: okay, before we get into warfare, exactly. you're going to put on yeah. the armor yeah. Yeah. of God. And we, and yeah. we, and right. we read
0: the scripture, yeah. we declare right. it. Right. And that's so important. Is like, you can't mount up until you gear up. Right. Man,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. And
0: you can't gear up until there's submission. Right. It's not like, oh, I'll do whatever I want, put on the armor of God and I'm good. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. You can't Come wear on. the armor of God unless. You're submitting because otherwise like everything that you put on is false. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're not coming into agreement with it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. And you have to be trained before you can mount up. Yes. There you it's go. Like,
0: it's, it's so key, man. Like you the, it's just like I'm on my seat every week now. Like, sure. <laughs> Dude. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm like, I can't. I normally take my notebook, but since I became one of the ushers, like, I've been like using my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't have time to sit down and write all this stuff down. Right. But I'm, I'm running around, you know, trying to help people and t- type things as I'm moving around. And I'm like, I can't type fast enough to slow Dude, down. I, Dude, hey,
2: I have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I, right. I and I, I, watched, this week, I watched I yeah. watched this week's like three times. Yeah. Just for different reasons, all three mm-hmm.
0: times. Yeah. Daniel, you said something. <laughs> you said something a few weeks ago about watching the UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how it's easy to be a critic. Right. It's easy to judge the fight yeah. when you're not in the fight. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I found this quote from Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> all right oh, big T. all right
3: teddy.
0: And, and a lot of people and the reason i bring this up is because no matter what we're doing with our kids there's going to be a critic and then a lot of times it's our own parents a lot of times yeah, yeah come, parents, on, come on they'll come into the house and i'm like oh i did it this way or you know it's like well obviously that didn't work because you know what i was doing you know <laughs> if, you <only laughs> if you only knew <laughs> but uh teddy said it is not the critic who counts Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man in the arena Hmm. whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly. Wow. So like the fact that we as men are continually trying to move forward and better the teaching that we're giving our children. Not saying that any teaching before was bad, if if it's you know under the submission of God, but God is going to grow you as a person, and He's going to grow you as a parent, and He's going to grow you as a husband, and and on, and even as a son, mm-hmm. like towards our parents, there you're never you're never too old to learn, you're never too old to grow, and just because you're become of a certain age, it doesn't make you an adult, it doesn't make you a man.
2: Say right? that, right?
0: Because <laughs> I've heard, oh, I'm you know. 18 i'm a man
2: oh yeah yeah right all
0: right let me you gonna learn today yeah like like, you want to be a man boy you you got five chest hairs what are you talking about
2: dude i i knew dudes in the hardcore scene that like they look tough (laughs) as nails and but man you see a monday through friday and they are busted right like straight busted like they can't take care of themselves they live in their parents basement mm-hmm. but yet they're 35 and like they're still like doing the things that they did whenever they were 18 and yeah. like it's like come on man when you gonna do something yeah. like and i'm not talking about like doing yeah you may be in a band You may be like still going to shows. You may be doing this. And yeah, those things are fun. I get it. Being with your boys all the time. Yeah, that's fun. But all you do is drink. All you do is have sex with a bunch of women and you got nothing to show for your life. You work a nine to five at McDonald's and all you are doing is getting beer money. That's it. That's all you're doing.
0: Who brought it up last week. That was like, everybody had a hole, you know, in their heart and, and they try to fill it with, you know, like drugs or Mm. alcohol or or women or just being crazy or whatever. And obviously all those things are not going to fill that hole. Right. Right. That's exactly Only God's going to be able to fill that hole. And we talked about the topic of validity and things like that before we step into that leadership role in the family. But we bring those wounds.
2: Like that guy was obviously crying out for help. Like one of those. Oh, no, I know that ain't just one guy. That's, I mean, that's a lot I of guys. I know a whole that's, scene I mean, of dudes scene, there right, like right. that. Yeah, that's yeah. a scene.
0: I, I, we've all actually been there, either whether it's a hurt right. relationship with someone or it's a mistake that we've made or yeah. If yeah. It's just anything. There's been a hole somewhere and we've tried to fill it with something that's not of God. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we don't know how to handle it because we haven't seen it handled in the correct way from a parent or a male leader.
1: Come on, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or they may have just never gone through that and don't know how to handle it. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but you can't heal wounds with more wounds. That's right. Dude, That's come right. on. Like you can't take your wounds into a relationship and then look for that validity there and hope. Right. Like mm-hmm. I can't go to Maverick and Lennox, a five and a four year old and be like, heal me. You know, like, right. right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, nothing about life. I'm supposed to be teaching you. But so many people do that. I know. Yeah, like but, it's true. I, they try to feel... like, they look for security in your in the kids instead yeah. of Versus being and security well, in the word, right,
4: right, right. And, and overcoming those those past hurts and hang hangups. But it's
0: because the the society's tried. They've trained men to be soft, so they don't know how to handle that stuff. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. right. Yeah. All that all they've done is like train you to to take that weakness and to fill it with something else, but. The thing about it is when you with sin, when you try to fill the void that only God can fill, that hole only gets deeper. Oh, yeah, it only man. spreads wider. Yeah. I mean, it's if take it from um, take it from a, a biologic, a biology standpoint, um, when you eat sugar, your body gets addicted to sugar. Oh, yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden you crave sugar. Right. The same thing that happens with the um, processed food that we have now in America for years, they've perfected how to put certain ingredients inside the food and do all this stuff to make it taste so good. Yeah. Where the it's the dopamine this,
2: response. Exactly. It's you this know.
1: climactic moment yeah. when you take a bite and your taste buds hit it. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody in this room has had a Whataburger, but when you eat a Whataburger, <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, this is good. This is like manna from heaven. And 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 I know that's silly.
2: No, I got it. the, I get you. I get you. It's I, the I, same
1: I, thing that the enemy does is yeah. that when you when you take a little bit of sin or when you take these numbing agents like drugs, yeah. alcohol, all these things, the thing about alcohol is alcohol opens the door in the spirit realm for demons to come into your life. Yeah. And people don't understand that. It's not something that you play with. It's not just a joke. It's, it's a not it's wear. not it's not something that oh I can just have some here or there. You're literally opening up yourself for, you know, possibly demonic possession, for demonic oppression at the very least, because what it is, the world calls it a depressant. Right. Right. So think about this, dads, like what you're modeling in your homes. If you're Mm -hmm. modeling, oh, man, I had a a tough work, uh, tough work day. I got to have a beer and sit on my John (laughs) Deere. Yeah. Like you're modeling the fact that, oh, man, when dad's stressed out, you know what he goes to? heineken yeah he goes to budweiser That's the he doesn't go to the holy spirit he right. doesn't yeah. come to his wife and and confide in her he doesn't talk about you know what it was a rough day uh this happened i felt betrayed whatever he doesn't doesn't sit there and tell those kids hey son when you're running a company someday this is what you need to know yeah. don't act like my boss acts like one day you could be leading the family. One day you could be doing this. You know, that's what true masculinity in yes. the home is right. Supposed to look like. Right.
2: Under a God authority. Yes. Right. Totally agree. So there's totally a whole, agree. whole
4: other side to that too. Like there, there is that aspect where people are hiding behind a drug. They're filling a hole with another hole. Yeah. Right? No. Um, but then you have the whole other aspect where people are just completely bottling that up. Right? Oh yeah. And, yeah and so dude. instead of, Hit that. going to a third-party substance to try to mask it. They actually Bro. just hide it. Come and on. that was actually a generational thing that's been bled down through a lot of males. Yeah, right? Men are tough. Okay, guys, yeah, be tough. Be the protector of your family. But tough doesn't mean you have to bottle everything up to where you end up exploding on your family. Come on, And so this generational teaching of you've got to be tough, you don't have to show emotion, you don't have to tell everybody how you feel, you just bottle that up it's going to catch up with you at some point. No, Now, the Christian way to take care of that is you do what the Bible teaches you and you lay that stuff down at the cross. Yeah. You get yeah. on your knees, you pray about it, you lay that down at the cross yeah. and you model that behavior for your kids. Amen. Just like you can be destructive by teaching your kids to turn to the bottle, you can be destructive by teaching your kids to regress it, hide it, until it eventually festers up and blows up. Because now they're going to do the same thing when they grow up. Mm, because so it's what's good. been modeled. They're going to contain it. man. But then they're also going to have that same angry outburst at some point because you know what? It was okay. That's what dad did. That's exactly
2: what I, what, that was my thought, my train of thought behind what I was talking with Ty just a little bit ago. Whenever I said that that man that bottles it up inside, it becomes dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. And And not in a good way. Not Not in in a a good good way. way.
0: Like a a self sabotage type of way. Self
2: sabotage also becomes very, um, um, destructive in his home like like with every relationship in his home with his kids with his wife yeah. everything like that like he suppresses it so hard that like you know yeah he has to fight against all of them That's yeah right.
1: and right. then you turn to depression yeah and These were, yeah. going to the psychiatrist and now i gotta go to therapy and i gotta and don't get wrong therapy is okay Christian therapy. If you're going to go to a therapist,
2: make sure they are a Christian. Make sure they believe
1: the things that you believe. Right.
2: Not one that's trying to label you with a million different things and put all this junk on you. Because I know from firsthand experience one that tried to label me with 10 different things. Wow. Whenever all I had was a God sized hole in my heart the whole time. Wow. That's so good. Man.
4: Dude. it is okay to be sad and have a bad day. Yep. That does not exactly. make you depressed. Like,
1: yes. Like, come, come
2: on.
0: on. <laughs> Say all, that. All the stuff that y'all are just talking about is stuff. Like, those, those are the wounds. Yeah, those, yeah, are, those, those are the wounds. Absolutely. Those are men who haven't found their validity yet. And once again, they're looking at it. They're looking for it in the wrong place. Right. And and wild at heart, I got a quote here, man. That It just, when Chris, when you were talking, man, this jumped off my paper. It said, until a man knows he is a man, he will forever be trying to prove he is one. While, while at the same Come time up. shrink from anything that might reveal he is not wow oh there yeah. we go dude that, that is that, bars. That's, oh my gosh as
2: a mic drop moment like <laughs> dang that's that's the thing is like we live right now in a society that is telling us that being a man is terrible yeah that being a man is like is wrong like but at the same time telling us that that like being a different gender than what you were born at is okay. Right. And to me, that is like, I mean, first of all, it's almost like they're, I don't know. I don't want to seem hyperbolic or anything, but like almost like they're trying to usurp the authority of the, of the masculine in, in homes uh, to create a dependency (laughs) more on a, a, a falsehood than on truth. Yeah. So, and what I'm trying to say is like, you have all of this stuff going on um, right now. And I'm not saying people don't have like good reasonings behind like the wokeness issue and yeah, all yeah. of that, but it's all of these things that, are coming down at one time. And to me, this is an enemy strategy yeah. to overwhelm and bombard, which then would lead the masculine to rise up only to fall because he is being demascul like demasculated. And so now him rising up is wrong, even though that is what God has called him mm-hmm. to do in his own household to fight against these things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And men seek confirmation. Like, exactly. Well, it, that is one hundred percent true. Because what you were just talking about, I feel like there is confusion now. Like, take a boy you brought you brought up last week when you were talking about put a put a kid like a boy in a in a room with like a clothes hanger. He's gonna come out with either a sword or a gun, right? Yeah. Like that was perfect because a boy isn't gonna look to his dad for confirmation of uh niceness, no, or cuteness, no. Or, yeah, you know he's gonna be like, Dad, am I, you know? Am I strong, strong enough? enough? strong? You know, look at yeah. my muscles. Yeah. He's looking for that confirmation, and a lot of, like society is. They're, they're of course they're attacking that because they 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 don't want that.
2: Well, they're threatened by the, it. Well,
0: they're threatened by it, and they want to. Um, they want to protect any type of identity unless it's like a male masculine identity. Yeah, right. except for they, the
1: two binary genders that are the only yeah, genders
0: because they're they're tolerant. But, or, yeah, so um, inclusive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so inclusive, they've excluded their mind.
0: They've excluded yeah. their brain. But like, I think the absence—I think the absence of a father's confirmation is like the biggest crime. On yes, it's not even yes. society. Like, I think it's like the a father's confirmation is needed, whether it's from God, which needs to come yeah. first.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To, to find true. the
0: validity, like it's it's seriously like a step process here. Like step one. God, find, I want my validity in God. That's where I'm submitting to. And then I can teach those in my family how to follow the same path and find that masculinity. But, and and I think that the boy wants the confirmation because he, he craves that adventure.
2: That's exactly right. if he doesn't
0: get that confirmation, he feels like he can't take the adventure. Mm -hmm. He feels like, um, like when they say don't they don't when men say they don't want something, a lot of times it's they think that uh they either don't have permission or they think that they don't have what it takes because they never got that confirmation. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like I've even had I've been guilty of it. Like Laura has told me, like, hey, why don't you do this? And I'm like, I just don't think that's for me. Like I don't think I can handle that. Yeah. And she's like, You can handle that. You've done this, this, and this. And I'm like, Wow. Maybe I am qualified. And I was that's- like I've got to, I got to repent. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> like, that, that, can, that, can I hit on that? Just yeah, one second. Yeah. Just
2: one second. Yes. God is first. Ladies. If, if you want your husband to take that hill, then tell him he is equipped to take that hill. Come so on. good. Because wow. every man needs his bride to say you were good enough. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I believe in you. Those are those words that you need to speak. Speak life into that man. Words of confirmation. Even even if like those affirming words, like even if that is not his primary love language, I found out that most males operate on some portion of all of the all the five love languages at one time. Yeah. Um. Because if you walk into a situation and 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 you feel overwhelmed by it, sometimes it's more self-doubt in the lack of self-awareness than it is in your actual ability. And your wife will be able to tell you if you are able because they're viewing you not from the inside but from the outside. Yeah. They've seen your accomplishments from the outside, and sometimes we need that out outward perspective uh, because God's talking to her too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes our relationship with God is more about God giving us the the um, the directives, but then we are thinking that we're not worthy. And then, ladies, just tell you. Tell your husband he is able,
0: and when he and, and it's okay
2: for a man to be broken. Like yes, uh, that uh, that needs to be addressed fully. right
0: now because yes. in the home, there your man's gonna get broken sometimes. Like that's just a fact of life, and we were reading the Adulm Experience, and pretty much like the whole basis of that book was David, the king, mm-hmm. the killer of giants, the killer of lions, right. the killers of the killer of bears, was a broken man, and. He had to go to a cave and pretty much reevaluate his life. He had yeah. to find yeah. God again. He had to yeah, find God right. again. Like, he had to submit to God again. But not only was it just a healing moment for, for David, it was preparation for him for all those mighty warriors who did not know they were mighty warriors right. yet. Dude, say that. that Hold on. They dude. didn't know it. They needed David to tell them and to teach them, hey, I'm ready to teach you because I've submitted to God. Now, are you ready to become mighty men? There you go. By submitting to God. So good. He showed them. He like, showed them. What? He yeah. showed yeah. yeah. In, the In the cave. Example. The cave open
3: up to come to the cave. But they seen him go to the cave. That, and the, anyway.
0: Daniel, you said that a second ago. It's okay to go to therapists. Yeah, yeah. 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 If it's Christian therapists yeah. or your brothers or that community that a man craves right. for anyway. Right. There should be an order of, of things that you.
1: Go through before you reach that point of having to reach out to a, a such a different third party as a yeah. Christian therapist. Yeah. Like first off, like the Bible talks about, if you have a grievance with your brother, you're supposed to take you and one other person yep. go to them, address it. If it doesn't get resolved, take another person, go to them and address it. But if you can't, if you can't get through an issue, reach out to your community, meaning your brothers, the ones that you're doing life with, the people mm-hmm. that you're in a small group, and if you're not in a small group. Get off your butt and get in a small group. Yeah. yeah, like if you if you can't find a small group because your church doesn't offer one right now because your church is closed down, start one. Yeah, yeah. grab a yeah. bunch yeah. of guys that are in your work and be like, guys, like I I just know that I'm not where I should be in Christ, and I feel like it would be really beneficial to us if we just got together on a on a different night this week after work and we just talked about what's going on, like what's happening. You know, in our homes, what's happening in the world around us. I just feel like it would be awesome if we just confronted it with a biblical perspective. Yeah. There but go. there's there's things that you should be doing to mitigate the wilderness. Yeah. yeah. To keep yeah. you from yes. getting to a place where you have to go to the cave. Because it's like Elijah, like after he uh was on the great day where all the all hell broke out basically, where fire came down from heaven. Israel understood that Yeshua is the real God because he burned up the sacrifice on the altar when the prophets of Baal were crying out, cutting themselves, all this stuff. Then God calls him to kill all the prophets of Baal. They all get killed. Does all this mighty works in the name of Jesus, then he gets discouraged because of a bad report from Jezebel.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, Because
1: Jezebel in that day was killing all the prophets. So he's freaking out because he knows of all the prophets that have been slain. Right, He knew them. And they're all dead because of this one woman. So he hears this report <laughs> from the enemy and he freaks out, finds himself underneath of a uh, a broom tree and running away, sent his servant to another village. Yeah. To his home village. He said, you know what? Here, you go here. I'm going to go. And I, I like I'm sure he didn't even tell him that he's going to come back for him. Right. Right. He right. sent him to his home village. And then he goes to this broom tree. He's weeping before God. He said, you know what? I'm the only prophet left, God. I'm the only one here. And then we know, of course, that, that God, you know God yeah. confronts him by sending an angel. He sleeps. He eats. But then later on, if you look in that scripture, he goes to a cave
2: mm-hmm.
1: on top of a mountain after a 40-day journey. And what is the first thing the Lord says to him? What are you doing here? (laughs) Why are you here, Elijah? Yeah, exactly. Because if he was confident in who he was called to be after doing the work of the Lord and understanding that you just had a great victory— So obviously you need to understand there's probably a great attack that the enemy wants to put on you because you just operated in total obedience and total authority. If he would just have understood that, he wouldn't have had to go through 40 days, all this other stuff, then get to
2: a cave just for God to whisper to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Right. Let me, let me say this real quick, Uh, but just to finish, uh, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Like that, dude, that always hits me so powerful because it's, it's like you could have this mighty victory and you're like, it's, it's, it's like undeniable. Yeah. The victory that you've had, like God has shown up, shown off, like, and then he's like, all right get rid of these guys. Yeah. Okay, you slay them all. All yeah. right. Now, you've slayed them all to the point that you got a hierarchical demon recognizing who you are. Right. All right, that in itself should be a victory. Yeah. Because you aren't playing softball no more. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's (laughs) hardball. Yeah. And, and, and you about to take on a boss Mm -hmm. and like, so instead of saying, all right, I got this. I mean, look what God did through me, you know, and God's here with us. What are we doing? Right. Like instead of that, instead of taking confidence in who God is, like he just runs off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, Okay, now self doubt sits in. Well, it's never about you to begin with, right? <laughs> right. So uh, w- w-
1: that that should have like, been a moment that he was ranking up in the army of God. That's exactly yeah. right. Like because you only rank up in the military. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the army guy. Am I right? <laughs> you only rank up in the military because you've been proven in battle, right? Because you've been well, proven a, in what you It's supposed
0: well. to work that way. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Let me tell you, man. I'm Not telling so you. Anymore. I don't know how. But some slip through the cracks,
1: right? But for the most part, for you're most not supposed part, to yeah. go up the scale unless you've
2: proving, conquered where you're at right, right now. That's how oh. it's unless supposed to work. It was yeah. designed that way. Yeah. yeah. But, yes. yes. I, the thing is, is like exactly is <laughs> I. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I got I, stuck there for a minute. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> it's frustrating good. to see because
0: I'm like, oh, you're gonna take us where?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember what i was Into the say. middle of a uh, battle but yeah. i have another no. thing for the wives as well <laughs> okay and um let me let me use david as as an example because i'm i you know it's easy to return to him especially whenever it comes to masculinity like he he did so many things right so many things wrong and i mean to me that that personifies what you know a male does because us as men we can forge through so hard that we completely just don't even pay attention to what's around us and we end up hurting those around us and, yeah you know and um but i think god always had his eye on david because david always returned first to god mm-hmm. and um so i think about like whenever david's just dancing and just giving god everything yeah so much so his robes open and like i mean let yeah. it all fly out and, i mean i worship in the shower dude i <laughs> I, I can't say anything i i anyway so and, and, next week and, and on next week so anyway but no like you know he's being completely vulnerable with God. And I think I have I have um one word of warning in there to the wives and that is allow your husbands to yeah. good or bad be vulnerable in the home. Yeah. Because if he has to be that super soldier in the home all the time then you're living out some power fantasy of of your man that you put on him that wow that is just wrong um and secondly um he he needs to be able to feel comfortable enough in his own home to know that it is safe for him to be vulnerable it is safe to, for him to be uh completely open right right about yeah. who he is and what god has made him
0: yeah and i think it's key to understand that when you're talking about that a total abandonment right i mean that's what it was it was total abandonment and when we see men totally abandoned to the will of god and total abandonment in the role of leading their family yeah those real men shake the world of posers yeah, that's exactly and, right. But the posers will try to take away the real man's spine, one shaming at a time. Mm. Yeah, and they need to stop putting, trying to put men in a cage. The same way many Christians try to put God in a box. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And just stop limiting the, yeah. the authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's that, that, true. Uh, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say that thinking where yeah, God
4: is the all powerful. Until that miracle is needed, yeah, uh, he he can't really do that yeah. anymore. Come that, on, that was that was only back in those old times, right? Yeah, come yeah, on. I agree with you, man. That's, that's something you gotta you you gotta take God out of the box and let Him be
0: who He's supposed who he to is. be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And a true man's willing to acknowledge his faults. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's a man of yeah. his word. Yeah, absolutely. He's willing to acknowledge yeah. when he's done wrong, yes. and he's willing to do whatever is necessary to fix it, whether that's saying I'm sorry. Whether that's changing your habits and or you forgot something, put a reminder in your phone. What, whatever it is that you have to do to fix the situation, do tangible behavioral changes in order to get the outcome that you want. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Right. We all know that's the definition of
0: insanity. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly Absolutely. right. And we talked about that at the end of last week's episode. Yeah, I closed with, um, if it's important. Mm -hmm. if it's important schedule it right so good and and like jason you were talking about putting those uh, posters up i mean that's intentional that's not something that you slipped and fell and it ended up on the wall it was intentional you said i'm going to do this for this reason as my role is supposed to present itself yeah right
1: when you have intentional faith you can actually move mountains yeah absolutely say that if you're throwing out prayers that are just like you know what god i need you to fulfill my to-do list today you, you know all my all my my family members you know the situation going on you know what happened with aunt kelly you know what happened with all the you know like if you're just coming to him just with like a here vague. let me just throw up let yeah. me vomit yeah my world to you yeah and instead of being intentional in, and yeah. in asking him what he wants of you and also understanding that if you're the man of the house, that you set the thermostat of the spiritual
2: atmosphere in your home. Well, you are the covering. Yes, yeah. you are the covering. Yeah. If you're not covering it, <laughs> I mean, I, you're you're susceptible.
1: Yeah, I, I I I saw this scripture just now because I was this thought hit me. I don't know. I I haven't been married. You can take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But what I do know is the word of God. Come on, and there you so go. oftentimes, like God will reveal something to me and give me wisdom about it through his word. And that's something that everybody can grab a hold yeah. of. So Genesis 2.18, we all know this scripture mm-hmm. where it's talking about God creating man yep. and then he, he creates Eve. Well, in the King James, it talks about he created a helpmeet. And yeah. that word is specific because when he created a helpmeet, he created um, the word help. Uh, what the verse actually says is that God created help for Adam. Mm-hmm. So he created a woman to be help for Adam and not not a lesser than help. Look what it goes on to say. Meet, that word means suitable, fit, or proper for him. Mm-hmm. So you, you are go. the one who is able to speak to him, yeah. to affirm him, to confirm him, to set him straight when he needs yeah. to be set yeah. straight. Him, yes. You are that person in his life as the wife, as the spouse, as the one created for him, that's suitable to allow him to be who he's called to be by you being the woman that you are called to be. Man, that is that, so good. Say
2: yeah. that, dude. That is exactly right. The, I mean, dude, that's so multifaceted, right there. I could. <laughs> it really like,
4: is, and I think it. it- quickly breaks down where you see so many and this goes both ways. So I'm not trying to put this in the context of it only happens with women because men do the same thing right. on the opposite spectrum, but Yeah. you see so many times where the woman is quick to hold a grudge and consistently tear down a man. Yeah. Just like I said, you see it with men doing it to women as well, but you you see it happening in the relationship where one party is tearing down the other consistently for a mistake that was made versus affirming them yeah and being that foundational uh partner to their spouse saying you know what there was a mistake but what can we learn from that and let's move forward and there is so much strength in that in a relationship and that model again you know bringing this full circle back to what your kids are learning what you're establishing into your children if you have children that model is saying, hey, you know what? As I grow up, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not perfect. I only, right. I only think there was one perfect being, right? And that's that's none of us sitting here <laughs> and definitely nobody listening. Yeah. So none of us are perfect. Right. It's okay to make mistakes, but how do you come out of that mistake? Yeah. And and how do you not beat someone up for the mistakes that they made? Yeah. And instead affirm them, tell them that, okay, it's okay. We're gonna work through this. We're gonna make it right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna move past this and grow from it, right?
0: Yeah. We have to do yeah. that with the kids too. Like after after we spank them, like we'll tell, we'll ask them, you, know, "All right, now why did that happen?" Right, and it's they'll a and moment. they'll tell you, man. Like they know, they're smart, they understand. That's why it shows you that discipline is necessary. Absolutely, yeah. and you can even they know explain what they did. to them,
4: right? Yeah. I, and and like, I, think I don't want to do should that, as man. A I still mm-hmm. love you today. Yeah, this and I doesn't. I, do. I give I them a hug, you. but you have to have structure, and there has to be a lesson, right?
0: Yeah, I give them a hug. I I, I give them a hug. I tell them I love them. And I, I did not want to spank you, man. I don't want to, I don't want to discipline you like that, but I have to. Right. That's my job. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, I can't remember who said, I think it might've been you, Bob, about a lot of parents want to take on the role as friend instead of parent. Yeah. They definitely and, and do. When you do that, you, you actually aren't being a very good friend. Right. Mm. Like, you know, cause you're, well, you're not you're, being very you're good. You're stealing from them. As a parent, yeah. there's a difference between being friendly, yeah, and
4: being a friend. Yeah, you're not right. here to be your child's friend. Be friendly to your kid. Don't don't be a jerk to your kid. Yeah. right. But yeah. like, you're not here to be their friend. You're here to be their parent. Teach them structure. Teach them right from wrong. Teach them about God. Teach them the principles of life that they should live by, not what the world's going to tell them. You're not going to get that always from a friend. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you got to be the parent first.
1: And yeah. if you're a good parent, then your kids will be friends with you when they're adults. Right. That's yeah. exactly right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, they'll, they'll honor the fact that you did it right. Like, right. <laughs> and I knew why I got my butt whooped. Like, yeah. I'm I so glad it. that you're in my life. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they may look at you as an enemy while they're younger right? Mature and, right. and yeah. don't
4: understand it. But someday they're going to come back around. I can attest to that for myself. Right. Someday they're going to come back around and say, oh. I see now. I yeah. actually understand now what that lesson was really about. I'm yeah. surprised I didn't get more. I know all, yeah. all, me, me all ten
2: thousand times I got spanked. Like <laughs> hey, I, was, I was real good at running and hiding. Yeah, <laughs> I was just real good at sitting there and taking it. Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, whatever. I don't care.
1: <laughs> That's the thing about like like what weapons, all that stuff, discipline. You know, things that are coming from a father figure. When you teach your kids integrity, right. that's where you have mm. true masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you have God birthed yeah. masculinity, yes. is when you understand the value of integrity. Being a man of your word, doing what you say you will do, yes. not over committing and not under committing either. That's right. Yeah. But being someone who's willing to go out there, face what you have to face, yeah. bring home the bread, bring home the bacon, provide, but at the same time, be the one that's able to help your wife, help do the dishes, help, yeah. you know, all Bring that home
0: stuff. the love.
1: Yeah. That's right. The love machine. And the, and the, <laughs> episode number 23.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I think it's important to note real quick in Isaiah chapter 3, this is the importance of masculinity. Um When God was punishing Jerusalem and Judah, it says for behold the Lord God of hosts is about to remove from Jerusalem and Judah both supply and support the whole supply of food and water the mighty man and the warrior Now this is pretty much the order of importance in a society that God is taking away the most important things from a society as as punishment For their disobedience. Mm. And it goes on to say the judge and the prophet, the soothsayer and the elder, the commander of 50 and the dignitary, the counselor. I mean, he just, it keeps going. But what's the first thing you need in a society? I mean, you need supply and support, which is, you know, the water and the food. What is right after that? Right. The mighty man and the warrior. Wow. Right. And we see it. I think he broke it down in the Adullam experience. Quite a bit. He was talking about like if you look at different uh, societies and nations. What do you think of when you think Spartan? Right, like Sparta. You think Sparta? You think you know a chest kick? You know, yeah. like by a, like six a pack Spart- abs. Yeah, by a Spartan <laughs> warrior. You think of Rome. Now, well, I think of strength you think, automatically. You think strength, but I imagine shields locking. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, and the Colosseum.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So, you, a lot of people think America. I've I've talked to people in different countries, and I'm like, um, I was like, what do you think about when you think of America? And that, they're automatically is like the American military machine. I mean, you think about soldiers, Marines, airmen, yeah, like sailors. You think about all this stuff. Why would a society try to take that away?
2: Vulnerability. Right, it, it leaves everything vulnerable. Right, yeah. When you don't have order, yeah. there's chaos. Because, yeah, exactly. And, and if you begin and, and, to
4: strip away the masculinity in the home. And the you home. begin to break down. The right home. in the home, and I think yeah. that It carries all, over into the church and around about. Yeah, way, that's true. Back to right, like we're we're talking about how to defeat exactly. the issue of masculinity right. being tore down, or you know the wrong aspects of masculinity. But society has gotten to a point where they're. Not wanting to correct the issues that are out there, instead they want to completely tear it apart. Exactly. Because now you break the home, and when you break yeah. the home, the home becomes extremely vulnerable.
0: Now we need to know who's behind this. That's so right. good, man. This so isn't this isn't just anything political. This isn't the media. This isn't yeah, education system we were talking about last come week. Come on, this there's a spirit behind this yeah. that wants yeah. to see it all fall down. Right. He's tired of getting his butt whooped. Yeah. yeah. He's getting territory because there's come there's people coming into agreement with this. That's right. Yeah. There. We're attacking the spirit behind the attack. Yeah. yeah. And we as believers need, with, with the submission to God, can fight back. Yes. We can take back our homes. We can take back our churches. We can take back the media. We have said on occasion that, hey, you know, the media is jacked up. That's not everybody in the media. There's no, a lot, there's not. a lot of evil going on with some of the people in the media, but there are a lot of God fearing people that are trying to change that. Yeah. Right, right. In the media that we know, we know of a right. few personally. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And there, like, the, there are some teachers that are lazy and complacent and don't want to teach the kids in the school system, but there are good teachers who want to do that, and we know True. some of them personally. Yes, yeah, again, right. And yeah. we know some parents who don't want to man up and woman up and. Parent up, yeah, right. But we know some who are trying to change that, right? Right, we know some pastors who are complacent and lazy and don't want to lead their congregation, right? Because it's just easier if they don't, and now they have an excuse to hide behind, right? Yeah, but we know some pastors who are trying to change that, absolutely, That's absolutely. absolutely right. Absolutely. So we can fight back mm-hmm. with the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, yeah. And taking back the masculinity so we can lead our homes and our churches and the school system and the media and every aspect of life, every mountain yeah. that we have talked about in our church and we've tried to share on the podcast, and we will be breaking down mountains, uh, the, the different mountains. And yeah, yeah, the
1: seven mountains of influence. Yep. Seven yeah. mountains of influence,
0: yeah. man. It's so powerful because if you can see it with your eyes, it's easier to plan. Yeah. And that's good. Prepare for battle. That yeah. You, you can take
1: mountains. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I want to say this like as like a last thought from me. Yeah, go ahead. Um true masculinity looks like establishing order in your home. And when you establish order back in your home, you're actually honoring God. You're actually yes. glorifying yeah. God. And the more that you do that the more that the kingdom of heaven can be here on earth. Man, that's so good. The Come more on. that you're actually furthering the kingdom of heaven when yeah. you actually take this word, this manual, like Christian likes to say, yeah. this manual that we've been given, and you actually apply it to your life, you're glorifying God. If you do anything in this life to the fullest that you can, and you do it as unto the Lord, whether that's your work, whether that's, Worship, whether that's reading the word, what, whatever it is, even that I heard a preacher say this one time. He was like, even when I wipe my butt, I do it as if I'm doing it unto the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was being silly. But that yeah. scripture does say in all things, do yeah. it as unto the Lord. <laughs> yeah. So even though that's a funny thing, when you when you do this, when you represent what the word is supposed to look like and you are a true witness to your kids, to your wife, to your family. You're restoring the order of what God established the family to be. And when you do that one family at a time, that looks like changing a culture that looks like changing your city. That looks like changing your region. That looks like changing the nation when you establish order that's been
2: given to us by God. Yeah, man, that's so good. Well, I guess, uh, we will wrap up this part 2 yeah. of masculinity. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, Dude. it's been real good. So, I will pray us out um and just uh if anyone wants to come and just um leave us prayer request. Yes. we haven't said that in a minute. Oh, yeah. So, um just we have uh Charlie Mike dot me and in that Yes, Charlie, yes, Charlie Mike. Yeah. And uh, on there, they have a con There's a contact. Mm-hmm. And just hit us up right there. Yeah. yeah we um, also have
1: Instagram. We have Facebook. You can hit yeah. us up in our DMs. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> there Let's, you go. There let you us go. know what's going on in your life. Tell us what you need prayer for or, or praise reports. Send us yeah. praise yeah, reports. Yeah. There you Send go. Send us some victories. Yeah. yeah. Or even
4: yeah. if you have a topic that you just really want to hear us talk yeah. about. Yeah. Right? yeah. We would yes. be glad to hear from our, our our audience, right? Tell us some topics that you find interesting that just it's really hitting home with you that maybe you need to hear about, you need information on.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. even controversial topics. Absolutely. We'll at least give it a look and, and see, hey, maybe that's something we want to have a discussion about. Absolutely. All right, so I just want to thank all of our listeners. Um, uh, we greatly appreciate everyone that's listening. Just give us a thumbs up on iTunes and, yeah, and like, you know, rate us and just say, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Or, you know, hey, guys, you guys, uh, you need a swift kick in the behind. So, <laughs> um, however you want to do it. So, I'm going to pray us out. Um, Father God, I thank you. For this group of men right here um, and the discussion that we had tonight was very impactful. And we knew you were here among us, Father. And uh, I just want to say thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. Um, Thank you for guiding this word tonight. Uh, Thank you for um, just everyone that's impacted and i want to pray over everyone that is under the sound of my voice right now i want to say uh many blessings over you i want to say if if you are struggling with things like masculinity or uh identity at all you're welcome to reach out to us and we will pray over you uh even send you some words of encouragement so i just want to say thank you father for everything that you're doing in our lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.